Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Wheel Weaves, a Wheel of Time podcast with no spoilers. Welcome, listeners. I'm your host, Danny, and I'm the first-time reader who's going through this 15-book series chapter by chapter. As always, there's no spoilers past the chapter we're covering, and that means it's totally safe for first-time readers. I'm joined by my co-host, Brett, who's a longtime fan, and he's acting as my tour guide on this journey. We'd like to thank and acknowledge our executive producers, Brandy and Aaron Kirkwood. And we have some exciting news because we have a new executive producer to announce. So we'd like to thank and welcome Andre the Man in White. And before we get into things today, we want to thank Beth Halligan, who increased their pledge over at patreon.com slash the wheel weaves podcast. Thank you so much for your continued support. And we really thank you for your generosity. And I do just want to mention that we have about a week left of our New Year's sale for the remainder of the month of January. We are offering 16% off. That is two months free on an annual Patreon membership. In this episode, we're talking about chapter 17 and 18 of The Shadow Rising. Yeah, so we got chapter 17, Deceptions, and chapter 18 is Into the Ways. Yahoo! Yeah, so we made it. Yeah. Okay, it's the morning of, the day of. Except that we get no information. Not yet. I wasn't even invited to the meeting. Oh my god. But things happen, and like we get so much information. Oh my god. This is a very information-heavy episode yeah especially like the first chapter then the second chapter is just them being terrible to loyal again it's just the worst it is it is terrible i feel bad for him okay me too so i gotta tell you about this fun fact today because this one's kind of funny it's based on a conversation i was having with tyler from the other night because he was recently listening to our episode where we talked about the fun facts about the coliseum yeah and he let me know that the chariot ovals have a name oh so it's not coliseum it's and i hope i'm pronouncing this correctly hippodromes So that's the oval chariot circle ones. Cool. But our conversation like really went down a rabbit hole on history. And we ended up talking about the Aiel because we were talking about how the Aiel have a lot of similarities to the Scottish and the Celts in like the whole clan, seps and societies thing, how it basically mimics that. And then we also had previously learned about how the Aiel play the pipes in the battle. And with such a strong influence in like Scottish and Irish it's really funny because in my head, I totally want to see the Aiel playing bagpipes because the pipes are basically bagpipes without the bag. Mm. So like just something to think about. I want to see Aiel playing bagpipes. Okay. But anyways. For yeah, the do you have a fact? I or? do, I do, I do. Okay, <laughs> okay. So here's the fun fact because we've gotten another reference to blood feuds in the second chapter here because we get the whole Aiel bit. And guess who has some history on blood feuds? Is it you? 
Well, no, it's the Celts and the Scottish. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like more similarities <laughs> with the IEL. <laughs> a lot of stuff is pulled. So I had to look a little bit into like blood feuds and that whole deal. I thought you meant like, who has information about it? Well, I have and the I was information. I to be like, is it you? <laughs> it is me. Okay. But anyways. Okay, so apparently the Celtic phenomenon of the blood feud was basically demanding an eye for an eye, which usually descended really quickly into murder, and disagreements between the clans might last for generations in Scotland and Ireland. So it's like a direct correlation there. But an interesting note is that blood feuds are common all over the world or were more common all over the world in societies that had a weak rule of law where basically family and kinship ties were the main source of authority. So an entire family would be considered responsible for the actions of one of its members. And that's why the blood feud would come into play. So fun fact, Aiel have a lot to do with the Scottish and the Irish. And I want to see bagpipes. Mm. So there's your fun fact. And there are a lot of people who are Scottish and Irish who have red hair. That's true. Like more things. Hello. Hello. Okay. It's pretty obvious now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a fun little connection there. Okay. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun. That's why they're fun facts. (laughs) Right. Okay. So where are we in this story? Yeah. Good question. Because... There's a lot going on. I have like a full paragraph here. So <laughs> I'm like, who's doing what? It's been like yeah, hours. Yeah, who's doing what? Oh my God. Okay. So everyone is getting ready to head in different directions. Egwene and Avienda are off to the waist. Nynaeve and Elaine are off to Tanchico to walk right into another trap surrounded by evil, probably. Yeah. Perrin is off to the two rivers and wants to go via the ways. Fael was awful to Loyal by being very immature and tricked him into taking her. And surprise, Gull is coming to the two rivers yeah. with Perrin. Yeah. Rand is about to make some announcement about his plans, and today's the day. Today's the day. Did I miss anyone? Um, no. Matt. <laughs> Matt's doing something. Oh, Matt. We had everybody go through the doorway. Yeah. So that just happened? Right. Oh, yeah. I did miss that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. So Matt and Rand and Moraine Moraine all went through at the same time. And then we are going to enter here on a Tom perspective. Yeah. But we get some Moraine A little Moraine. Okay. We got to talk about this. Right. Okay. So chapter 17, Deceptions, which I need to keep in mind as we're discussing this. Okay. Because I did not keep that title in mind while reading, and I'd like... To think about it while we talk. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. So we get the heart picture, Tom's point of view. Tom has spent the whole night after the attack entertaining the servants who are cleaning up the stone. Yep. And he clearly has some other motives than just keeping spirits up. Yeah. He's not just entertaining people. Right. Yeah. He's deceiving people. Huh? 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 Okay. Okay. Maybe. (laughs) Uh. Well, I mean, kind of. Like he's planting seeds of... Sneaky sneaky sin. Yeah, do you want to talk about that? Sure, yeah. No, he's basically just spreading rumors. And he's trying to pin or like pit the commoners against the high lords. So the commoners will back Rand because the high lords don't like Rand. And that's his game right now. Yeah, he's saying things like, oh, I wonder who was watching those barges of Trollocs showing up. Yeah, exactly. And he's like trying to blame it on the high lords. So like when things get really bad... Probably soon is from what it sounds like. Yeah. The commoners will actually side with Rand instead of the High Lords. Gotcha. Doesn't seem like that hard of an issue to, to make happen. No. So. And they don't seem very bright, these <laughs> servants. So. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, it's it's yeah. tough to say, too, because it's such a big class warfare, too. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So 
Tom is super tired. He heads back to his room to find none other than Moraine there. This is great, yeah. <laughs> and I have to note that he thinks she is such a beautiful woman. Yeah, you picked up on that. Oh, uh, yeah. And all of the she has all the graces, including laughing at his jokes. Oh. The most important thing. Yeah. So, I mean, hey. Right. Okay. So, they exchange pleasantries. You can call it that. And then she heals him without him asking. Yeah. So he doesn't acknowledge it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has a good point about consent. Like she does 100%, this a lot, yeah. especially because we know that like healing someone leaves something. Yeah. Like, but not everybody knows that. No, but like Moraine knows it. Ah, and she's yeah, the she one totally doing it. Does. So she's like, I'm just being helpful. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there is like this whole back and forth. Every time we see them, like there's a little back and forth here going yes. on. And this is like the first time I think we've seen them alone. Yeah, like in a really... bedroom. Oh my god! I thought this what? might go a little differently. <laughs> it doesn't. It goes... I a little bit hoped it would go differently, but okay, okay. Um, I don't know if you mentioned this. Did you bring up the fact that Maureen is like literally rifling through his stuff, and then when he walks in, she like straightens up and acts like she's supposed to be there? No, it's just such I a didn't funny. Mention it, but yeah, yeah, okay, it's such a funny scene. Yeah, and he like keeps his eye off of his writing trunk to not draw attention to. That it. was the one that Matt was like booting yeah. under the under yeah. the table. So okay, so we're gonna get into some interesting stuff that I know you have a lot of details on, and yeah. I know I have no details on. So okay, some stuff has happened with the Tarian. Is that how I say that? No. <laughs> Tyrion? Terran. Terran. Just Terran. Terran. Yeah. High Lords. Some stuff has happened with the High Lords. Yeah. And Moraine suspects Tom <laughs> of meddling. Yeah. And he acts all like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Okay. But some guys died. It's the people. Okay, okay, okay. Quote, by accident. It's the guys who he originally set up with the whole note and the affair and the what's, yeah. you know, back and forth. So the High Lord Carleon is dead in a hunting accident and his friend Tadosian killed him basically in that hunting accident mistook him for a boar ah, as Marty says that reminds me of another boar hunting Game of Thrones. accident yeah, yeah exactly no 100% exactly yeah. okay <laughs> so tom's acting like oh i don't know anything about this and then as soon as tadosian comes back he falls ill right after he drinks from the goblet that his wife gave him so it sounds like that affair was actually happening. Cool. Go Tom. Because now yeah. the wife is murdering her husband because he killed the dude that she was having an affair with. Right. So oh then, my God. And then she... I want to see more of that. Oh, it's like, great. that's crazy good drama. Yeah. And then Maureen's like, oh, and the guy who's like, basically she fell ill because she poisoned him. He was weeping when he learned that she meant to tend him herself until he either dies or gets better. So he's crying because he knows that she's going to basically kill him. Ah, okay. So we can pretty much count both those dudes dead. Yeah. And she is, you know. Who knows. Doing but, all that. But apparently these two guys are the ones who are leading the faction to kill Rand. Yes. So, also important. So important that that's where Tom was meddling clearly to help Rand. Yeah. Tom like was able to inside assassinate the top dudes. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh-huh. Which leads me to believe that he 100% was involved with murdering the king of Kyrian. <laughs> it kind of makes sense, right? Oh, 100%. If he can do that with like a note. Oh, yeah. Well, and especially considering we get a little more Oh, yeah, the history of Tom. on some stuff that he personally was responsible for. This is huge, too. Like, oh, my God, so much big information. It's so big. Okay. We just got to like get it out there. Okay, so he keeps up this like ruse pretending 
not to know anything, even though he knows that she knows that he knows yeah. that they know that they know. And she knows she that knows he knows that she knows that he knows that he knows. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. They Everybody know, knows. Everyone knows, know. <laughs> but the pretending yeah. for no one's sake. I don't know why they keep, but they are. So For funsies? It's like, is it like a sexual banter type thing? It might be. Do you think there's I something to it. that? I totally feel the tension. It's okay. like fun. Yeah, I can see that. I can see them both enjoying that. Okay. So, a really important note for me personally, we get Tom's full name. Yeah. Which we haven't ever got before. No. And I think it's a really stupid name. Yeah, I know. That's what you said. You yeah. said it like five times. Tom it, Drill. Tom Drill. Tom Drill. Look, why can't it just be Tom? Why does it have to be anything else? Because it's a fantasy series. I like Tom. Well. I don't like Tom Drill. <laughs> well, anyway, this leads into the whole backstory that Moraine knows about Tom. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you don't like his name Tom Drill, do you like his nickname better? The Gray Fox? Yes, I do. It's pretty sexy. Well... The sil- a silver fox yeah, yeah, yeah. is a thing. No, I know. Oh, okay. And that's why. He's totally a silver it's fox. It's great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so he has like a big backstory that she like basically reveals, kind of, sort of. And the most shocking of the news is that she knows that he was Morgaze's lover for a time after Terengale died. And we'll put that like I wouldn't in, say that that's the most shocking. In big quote, I, I say in big quotations because she then says it's fortunate for Morgaze that Terengale died because... She doesn't suppose that she ever learned that Terengale meant for her to die and for himself to be the first king of Andor. Right. So... That's the shocking news. That's the shocking news. Yeah. Because then shortly thereafter, Tom and Morgays, we can probably assume, started this relationship. Do we know how Terengale died? Well, no, we don't know how that happened. But it kind of sounds like Tom had a direct hand in that. Well, Tom set it up for sure. Like 100%. Yeah, well, it seems that way anyway. Yeah, that's what Moraine's saying, and Tom's not denying it, so... That's true. Yeah, like that's even in true. his own thought process, he's like, oh my god, how does she know all this stuff? That's true. So, it sounds it sounds like this is what happened. Yeah, and how does Moraine know? Yeah, well, this is the whole thing. We know that she was like a, you know, directly in the royal palace of Kyrian when she was growing up. That's right. And when she's like, oh, by some who knew you, you go by the Grey Fox... And it's like, did they ever run into each other? If he was a court bard of Camelot and she was in the royal palace of Kyrian? Yeah, so here's my thing about that. So it does seem like they know of each other. Okay. Because they're both clearly skilled at playing the game of houses. Yeah, and how do you not know of like... Right, but it doesn't really seem like they've actually met before. Fair. So I know my prediction before was... I thought that they knew each other, like, yeah. personally Like that before. first interaction in, in the yeah. eye of the world. But I do think they knew of each other, yeah. which is basically the same. Well, and it makes sense because of that last line where she's like, but such arrogance as to keep your own name. Yes. Like, you went After through all this all to... That. Yeah, you, you fake everything else. You, like, drop down in, like, Rank. ranking yeah. of whatever you want to call it, but you keep your name Tom Marilyn. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. So... I don't think they have actually met since Tom is so surprised that she knows so much about him. Okay, yeah. But then he tries to like surprise her back with information. She doesn't show anything on her face, but he's thinking to himself that he's trying to shock her with what he knows about her. Yeah, so they're both just like hiding there. So it really doesn't feel like they've actually met before. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I think that's good too. Like before Evansfield. And are you good on the whole Terengale, like who that guy was? Okay, that is Elaine and Gawain's father? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Terengale and Tigraine had Galad, and then after Tigraine disappeared, he married Morgaze and had they had Elaine and Gawain. Right. Okay. Now, apparently, Tom got Terengale killed to save Morgaze, but... Moraine is Terengale's half-sister. Yes. Do I have that right? <laughs> yeah, youngest half-sister and then niece to King Laman. Yeah, tell me about the stuff that Tom is saying about Moraine. Okay, so it's like shots fired in the house here, yeah, okay. obviously. So, yeah, okay, so Moraine Damadred, we had that whole big thing about the whole Damadred, and they're all related, turns out. Like, they're all very yes. close. yeah. So... And she was very high up in the royal palace. She was. Like, she was right up close to, like, the throne, but not necessarily, like, in line for the throne from what it sounds like, because that would have been no. a bigger thing. Yeah. So, but it's worth mentioning that she was King Laman's niece, Taryn Gale's youngest half-sister. We don't know on which side, but well, that kind of... the Damadred side. Yeah, like, it's... Familial stuff is hard for my brain to even, like, well, sort out, Well, it's hard, so. too, because what last name do... Elaine well, and... Turkan, which is Morgazes, but Galad right. has Damadred, which is... Right. Yeah, Terengale. So, so it's like, we don't actually know how or why they choose which last name. Like, that hasn't made, been made clear to us here. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just going to kind of leave it as it is right now. Okay. But anyway, she's like high up. But then we talk about the fact that, like, the Damadred name was bad before King Laman fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. And it's only gotten worse because we also know Barthanis was like a super dark friend. Yes. So the Damadred name is really bad. And that makes sense why Maureen says, you know, I, I stay away from... I it. I don't talk about my last name because it's not good. Yeah. And she's Aes Sedai. And then he tries to pin like, hey, you know stuff about the Dragon Reborn before you should have. So you have to have friends in high places. Maybe the Hall of the Tower. Right. Because he's, so, yeah, trying to surprise her back yeah. with all the speculation he has about her. Yeah. Because he does have some real info. But then there's also stuff he's speculating correctly on <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 okay so after all of this turns out moraine wants tom to go to tanchico to protect nynaeve and elaine so that's new that's the purpose okay yeah so bodyguards i mean she's not yeah. wrong as much as moraine has like told the girls do whatever you want yeah she still has like she wants to keep them alive oh 100%. like she doesn't want them to go get murdered in tanchico yeah <laughs> so i mean it's like yeah but he's like no yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna do that <laughs> yeah oh man but like what she says next there's like bombshell after bombshell right i feel are being dropped here so. yeah so she dangles the elaine carrot a little bit like don't you want to protect Morgaze's daughter because I know you loved her so much. Okay, I don't know if you're missing this intentionally and you want to come back to it. No, what? Oh my god, okay. So she says, a quiet life would kill you, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tanchico will not, and I can tell you that for certain you know it's true on the first oath. Yes. Okay, so how is she telling Tom that he's 100% going to stay alive through Tanchico? Right. You're right. I am right. I, am I know that. No, 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 no. You're right as in about that I'm saving this. Oh, okay. Because okay, there's okay, another okay. tidbit oh at gosh. the end of their conversation. Yeah. Where she says something again for Okay, sure. I just don't want to skip. The, okay, let's come We're back not, to okay. it Okay, I'm glad you said that. Cool. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not skipping that whole thing. Okay. But anyways, the yeah, ca yeah dangle the Elaine. Elaine. Yeah. 
because she's Morgan's daughter and you should protect her. But then she also brings up the Owen stuff, which she knows a lot about. Yes, a lot, a lot. Which surprises Tom. Yeah, because like it gets worse. Yeah. So some shady I said I stuff went down and apparently they gentled Owen on the spot on the scene and later in this chapter we get how bad that is. It's very bad apparently. Like we get in this sentence in this little bit that oh that wasn't the way to do things but later we get like it sounds like it's whoa, against tower law. It's against the law. Yeah, like the I said I law to do that. Yeah. So the Red Sisters did that and then abandoned him to the mercies of the neighbors. Yeah. So they went there, did it, and, and you know, bounced. bounced hard. Yeah. And then Tom didn't make it back in time to really do anything. No. And apparently Owen and his young wife yeah. both killed themselves. Yeah. It's, after so, all, it's after so sad. All of that. Yeah. So anyway, so now Moraine has to incentivize Tom. Going to Tanchico because... And she does really well. Well, because he says no. And she's like, I wouldn't have to do all this if you had just said yes. Yeah. But like, <laughs> holy smokes. So she offers... Yeah. To give the names of the Red Sisters responsible for Owen's gentling. Yeah. When she sees him again, and she knows she will see him again. Yes. So that's what I was saving this okay. for. So hold on. Same she'll, thing. Yeah. She'll give the names of the sisters and the one above who gave the orders because they weren't acting on their own direction. Ah. So that just like screams like big cover up scandal something something. Yeah. Like it's crazy that Maureen knows about this. Yeah. And it's also secret. Well, there might have been some sort of like Aes Sedai trial of some kind when it happened because it is technically against the law. And so maybe there was some sort of, Hey, don't do that. Like slap, slap on the wrist or something. Yeah. Some sort of trial where they like got off or whatever it was. And like Maureen might've been part of that. But then, okay. So let's talk about this. Maureen knows who Tom is and yeah. what he can do and he can get people assassinated. Murdered. And then she's like, I'll give you the names of Aes Sedai. Who are responsible who are for responsible this. For the and death he's of like, your... what am I supposed to do with a name? And, and she's, she's like, like, yeah. But then she's basically giving him like the power and I don't know if authority is the right word. Like permission. Permission to go and get Aes Sedai killed. Mm -hmm. That seems crazy to me. Does that mm -hmm. not seem crazy to you? No, sounds good to me. I, I agree. I like it. But yeah. it's like, you know, the whole Aes Sedai thing, that sounds crazy. Yeah. Because she does say that she's going to teach Tom that not all Aes Sedai are like the Reds. Yeah. Okay. And she will see Tom again. She will see him again. Okay. She knows that's another thing. How? Why? How? 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 Why? What? So. Yeah. She. Okay. From what we know, hours, not even hours, p potentially before. Yeah. I thought you might say this. Okay. Continue. Stepped out of the place where she got a bunch of questions answered. So what was the question about, like, why is this? I have no when idea. When am I going to see Tom again? I don't know. <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah. I think it might have been maybe something to do about her future and who knows what the question actually was like oh should i continue helping rand but you know how they when matt said should i go home they said go to ruidian so like they didn't give him an answer to his question it wasn't like a yes they no. gave him a different answer okay and so maybe she asked a question and they were like something something tom something something mary tom <laughs> <laughs> 
right? <laughs> okay, okay. Something, I get something what you're calm saying. is in your future. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know? Okay. So, no, like, that makes I sense. I doubt her questions were actually directed about Tom. <laughs> that seems stupid. Well, and it's funny considering because... Considering what she's dealing with in her life. Like, if she actually asked a question about Tom, that would be... Or, like, maybe she asked the question, how can I use Tom to my advantage right now? Yeah. Something okay. like that. That makes sense. Potentially, because she knows that he's helping Rand. She knows that they're sort of fighting for the same thing right now. Sort of. Yeah. I'll I draw your attention just to the point where she was talking with the girls and she told the girls, I bet that I know the face of the yeah, person. I'm gonna... But she said that before she went into the doorway. Yes, yeah, she did. So it's yeah. just like a weird lining up of timing of things. It so, is weird. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I had to figure out if that's what you were thinking, where she got that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that when she said that, maybe she wasn't talking about Tom when she was telling the girls. Oh, but okay. I think now it's like even more solidified for me. Even if it's not solidified for Maureen. Okay. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's good. That's great. Okay, I love it. Okay, that. so he says, get out of here. And she's like, not all I said I are like the Reds. So she leaves and he considers all of it, but it means leaving Rand in the hands of the Aes Sedai, which is basically everything he's fighting against. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think? He's going? Yeah. Okay. It, it kind of sounds at the end. He's like, well, Maureen's going to give me the names. So. Yeah. Yep. And she can't lie. That's true. Okay. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Scene change. Scene change, okay. Boo. Scene change. It's Min. So good. It is. This I is a so good I was so excited. One. I really wasn't expecting to hear from her. It's but, a funny one. It's a funny little, like it's a fairly long sequence with, with her, but it's yeah, good. Yeah, it's hilarious. She's so funny. She's like, yeah. She's like went up the ladder of like favorite characters <laughs> because she's just so witty and I'm so smart. I just, she's playing into the character of Elmendrada. I just love it. It's so funny. And she's it's doing so it to funny. amuse herself. It's great. And then also to piss off Gawain. Like it's so funny. The banter is pretty good. Okay. So let's get into it. Okay. So yeah. she's pretending to be Elmendrada, the pretty like floof of a girl who's 
hiding at the White Tower because she has two suitors oh after my her, goodness. and she just simply cannot choose. <laughs> and <laughs> But we get even more shocking news about Laris. I don't know if you picked up on it. Oh yeah, apparently Laris, the kitchen lady, has taken a liking to her. Well, because Laris used to be quite the beauty in her youth. Oh. Yeah, so it's like now stern Laris with the spoon and everything. Yeah. Was like such a great beauty. Sure. And now she like sees herself in men or something. Uh, so and he's like trying to help he's like her protecting out. It. Yeah. yeah. It's just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Min has her like weaving basket and she sits down in the gardens or somewhere with her embroidery stuff, which she hates and is terrible at. She is not good. No. She's but bad. <laughs> turns out it's easy to sit and people watch when you're doing stupid embroidery well and now we so, kind of get the plan that swan put in place for her is just like sit and watch and look for viewings and and black azure hunt yeah i said good for people watching and black azure hunting but very passive is what she's doing yeah oh yeah yeah just sitting observing checking out visions and i mean i guess if that's what your your talent is your skill is is yeah. to view but it yeah. just seems boring and stupid well and what we learn is that it has been boring, boring and stupid, and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay so cue gawain and glad walking up to her yeah and gawain thinks that this is so funny but glad is like totally buying her act except for then he thinks she looks a little familiar but this is funny because glad's being so vapid he doesn't recognize min at all oh Glad. Oh, really? He doesn't, he doesn't, he kind of picks up like, should I know you? But he does not see through the disguise. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's the funny thing. It's like yeah, Gawain yeah, yeah. Okay. immediately, like, he picks up on everything and like he saw her previously or whatever. But I'm just saying Galad doesn't get it. No, he doesn't. And they also shut that down because Min's like, oh, I would remember meeting someone as gallant <laughs> as you or something stupid. Yeah. So... Gawain wants Min to comment on Galad's book. A new book. Yeah, The Way of the Light by Lothair Mantelar. And do you remember who that is? Uh-huh, because I said, uh-oh. Uh-oh, okay. That is the top guy who, like, founded the White Cloaks. Founder of the White Cloaks. Yeah. And you know who Lothair Mantelar is based on? Yes, I do. Okay. Martin Luther. Martin Luther. Okay. Yeah. So I read the 95 Thesis. What's that? That's the thing that Martin Luther is known for, for basically starting Lutheranism. Ah. Yeah. He posted 95 theses on the, like, the door. Ah. And that's how that all started. Do you think that that's what the way of the light is? No, he started Lutheranism. Lutheranism, yeah. But it's like the, the subdivision. I don't really understand the subdivisions. But anyways, mm. I read it. And the chapter that we get, I don't really fully understand everything. But I kind of get a similar vibe of some similarities okay. of what is in this book okay. comparative. So okay. I just had to point that out. So Min is sort of messing with Gawain here because Gawain wants Min to be like, look, this book is stupid. Yeah, yeah Galad, yeah. you shouldn't be reading that crap, which is what <laughs> Min, as Min would say. Yeah. But Min, not Elmendrada. as Elmendrada is like, oh, there's so many words. I've been meaning to read a book. <laughs> But it takes it so takes long. It takes so long to do my hair. Don't you think I look so pretty? It's so good. It's yeah. such a, yeah. She's so They're funny. They're just continuously, like the entire chapter, them just like fucking with each other. Yeah, so. it's funny. But Galad thinks that Lothair Mantelar was a great guy, a great man with noble ideas, and the White Cloaks are just a little excessive. So this is bad. 
Yeah, this is really bad, okay. actually. So do you want to recall the dream we saw from Egwene? No. In chapter 11? Go for it. You okay. Can, yeah, recall it for us. Galad was wrapping himself in white as though putting on his own shroud, and Gawain with his eyes full of pain and hatred. Yikes. So, yeah. All right. How about that? Well, that, okay. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else for that except for... I don't know. It seems bad, man. It seems bad. But, you know, it seems in character. For Glad? Yeah. The guy who always does what's right no matter what? Uh-huh. Except the White Cloaks don't do, like, the what's... Okay. No, no, no. Ask, who's the one who does? The guy we hear from all the time. Bornhold? Bornhold. But Bornhold's dad. Oh, Jeffrim. Yeah. See, yeah. I feel like he joined the White Cloaks because he had... Wanted to do what's right all the time. wanted to do what's right all the time. And then he got into this society, which is actually super corrupt and like racist and terrible and yeah, bad. Yeah. And no, like dragged to the left or something like dragged right. off to the side. Yeah. And yeah. so even though Jeffrum tried his best not to yeah. sort of get sucked too far, like not be too evil about it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It still like drags you in. Okay. Okay. And I feel like that's probably... Trajectory for Galad? I think so. Okay. Well, his copy of the book is signed by Eamon Valda. So like, hey. Yikes. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Good for him. Yeah. Cool, I guess. And it said like, in hopes that you find the the right path or something. I didn't write yeah, it down. Yeah, but... I know. I feel like that's exactly what's happening is he thinks he's joining for positive reasons. Mm, yeah. Right? Because when you get sucked into a cult, you don't think... I want to do this because I love, <laughs> you know, being evil and terrible. Like if you were going to be a dark friend. Yeah. Right. Those people think, I know I'm doing a bad thing. You're kind of getting into it. For my own gain. Yeah. And you're getting into it and you know it's bad, whatever. But I think it's under this ruse that you join the White Cloaks thinking that it's all for good. It's all for the light. It's all for positive. And you slowly get sucked into it. So. Yeah. Okay. And it's the exact opposite, like the opposite ends of the continuum. Yeah. And they're both bad. Gotcha. I like that too. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so Min tries to not get involved at all here. She changes the subject about dancing and she hopes that there's a dance held here and because she's, she's so floofy she's so floofy yeah. that she just loves dancing and galad is so noble and he's gonna take her if she wants oh that's so, so nice so okay. sweet but then gawain's an idiot and asks about Egwene and elaine and says that min talks to the amaralyn every day and has she heard of them so this is terrible so gawain's just doing the worst job well and this pisses min off he's not supposed to know anything about her and she's not supposed to know anything about that. And it's like, they're trying to keep this a secret from Galad. So why Turn are you... Galad's kind of dumb, though, so... Oh, he's not the smartest guy. No, he's not. I mean, that's been pretty clear a few times over. Yeah. Like, he doesn't pick up on things all the time. Yeah, she does play it off well. Like, she good does. for Min. She deflects. At this point, where she's like, oh, the daughter heir. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Yeah, like... So, right. But it works. Yeah. So it's good enough to fool Galad. Right. But then... Something exciting happened. Does it? Is it exciting? Yes. Okay. 100%. This is so exciting. I don't know. I don't know what you... I don't understand what you find exciting. It's so hard for me. Okay. Okay. So Loghain coming is exciting for you. This is exciting. Okay. I've told you. I like him. I know you like him. I don't know why. Go to the prediction board (laughs) because here we are with Loghain gonna do stuff. So Min sees Loghain in the garden who's accompanied by an accepted and basically her job is to stop him from killing himself. Yeah. Gawain says he pities 
Loghain, and Galad said he deserves no pity. Yep, so again, opposite ends here. So they argue about that for a bit, but then Min is distracted because she suddenly has a vision of Loghain with a glowing gold and blue halo that shouts of glory and power to come. Okay, how, what, why, go. Yeah, so remember I said- I know. There's going to be a thing. Yeah. And he's going to somehow be ungentled and get his power back. You did say that. Yeah. Okay, so here's a question. Why is power and glory dependent on being able to channel? Because he's all depressed and suicide-y. Do you not think that it would be important for someone who like used to have this nice shiny object in their life that gets it ripped away to instead of getting that nice shiny object back, maybe focus on another thing in their life that could provide the same sort of satisfaction and glory? No. Why does it have to be channeling? Because... Why couldn't be something else? That's it can't not. Be. It can't. <laughs> oh my god! It's okay. all like that's all we get. People who can touch the source or whatever it is, yeah. the true source. Yeah. It like calls to them, and they're filled with. I yes. feel like it's almost like drug addiction. Almost. There's right? a very large comparison we're gonna do in the future about yeah. the not power. The, like, I don't know really yeah. anything about that at all, but yeah. Well, it's been listed over and over again about like the addiction to the power. Don't use it too much or you're going to get burned out. Right. Yeah. Like there's a lot of comparisons about channeling. Yeah. So you do have a good point, but I don't think that for Loghain in this instance, he's going to be turned around by anything else. Unless, okay. I mean, nah. I'm just saying like Perrin's going to find power and glory, hopefully. Matt's. Like being the main characters oh, sure, of a series. But they, they don't channel. They don't though. understand what it's like though. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah. being cut off for it's being there, they can sense it, but they can't reach for it. That's where the depression hits, sure. right? Yeah. That's where there's no will to live anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So give him back his will to live. Okay. Maybe. I'm just saying, why can't he find a will to live in something else? That's, I, that's my point, but I understand where you're coming from. You're hard on the whole Loghain has to. I just don't think so. Again, I think so. it's too common that men can't, like, once they're gentle, they're cut off. It doesn't happen. They can't find any, like, happiness in anything else. Okay, yeah. So. No, that's a good point, too, so. Unless it's, like, you know, being Rand's mentor or something. But, like. How does that even I don't work, even so. think that he would enjoy that because he <laughs> can't touch it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. This is a tough one. But anyways, that was exciting. We saw Loghain. Super exciting. So, yeah. Min goes to leave and is like, oh my God, I got to tell the Amarillan this right now, right away. Yeah. And she doesn't, but she, she goes does. to leave. She pretends to be faint from talking about Loghain and <laughs> Gawain insists on accompanying her. And once they are out of Galad's earshot, she yells at Gawain for being an idiot. Yeah. So they have a conversation where Gawain calls Rand a false dragon in tear and He's really worried about where Elaine and Egwene are. Yeah, this is big too. And the whole kind of big point that I took out of the Gawain bit where he's like calling Rand a false dragon, he says that rumors have a way of magnifying events and even the stone can fall. So even if the stone does fall and has fallen, he's still not convinced. Yeah. So it's like, what's it going to take to convince you, Gawain, that Rand is the real dragon reborn? Because yeah. he's saying, eh, and it could happen. But yeah, just something to know. Yes. Yeah. Because Gawain is also concerned because Galad is in taverns with white cloaks. And this sounds bad. Yeah. And this is where we get that whole bit about his book was signed by Eamon Valda. Yeah. 
and it's in the hope you will find the way. So again, really bad. Yeah, so Gawain just wants to know what's going on. He's losing his brother to the White Cloaks. His sister's gone. Like disappeared again. He probably loves Egwene and she's gone. Gone. So What's a guy to do? Right. So yeah. I feel for him. I feel okay. bad for the guy. I get where he's coming from. Like there's a lot of frustration here. I feel but... like Min, although Min also doesn't really know. She doesn't? She has a hint that they're in tear, but like that was so long ago and she doesn't actually know what they're doing. She knows they're not on a farm hoeing cabbages. She could at least tell him that. Yeah. I mean, she could do a lot of things, but she does none of them. So. All right. So she leaves Gawain and goes straight to the Amarlin's chambers and then just like busts in without even knocking. And I feel like this is against eight rules. Yeah, probably. So many. And Swan is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. This is not how we do things. Yeah. And so Liana... Liana. Liana. Oh, just wait <laughs> till we get to Sarah. So, God. <laughs> okay. So, Liana is in here with Swan, and Min tells them both about the thing, about Loghain, and the things, and the things. Okay. And one thing I do have to point out she's telling everything in front of Liana. Yeah, but feels a little uncomfortable. A little about uncomfortable, it. but we weren't 100% sure because back in Faldara was when we really saw. Like Swan and Moraine and the Varen triangle of like planning about Rand. And, and we weren't sure if yeah. Liana was in on that. But now it seems that she is and or has been. At least, at least a to an extent. Bit. At yeah, least so, now. Yeah. yeah. So Swan says, oh good, another thing to worry about. Yeah. And then we get a whole list of things that are terrible in the world. Yeah, we can talk about some of them. Yeah, we can talk about some of them. Yeah. So I have there's starvation in Kyrian, which we know makes that. sense. Yeah. There's a missing sister in Terabon. That makes sense too. Yeah. We know about that one. Yeah, that's probably the one who's uh nope, not Sul Dam, Demani. Demani now. now, yeah. Uh there are Trolloc raids increasing in the borderlands. Yep, makes sense. Sucks. There's a prophet in Gildan claiming the dragon reborn is a Shinerian lord. We know who that is. Masima. 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 Yeah. I never get the name right. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely him. And he sounds off his fucking rocker <laughs> at this point. Yeah. And it's also like he knows. Well, I thought he knew that Rand wasn't Shinarin. I know. But, but again, now maybe it's getting twisted. It's getting so twisted. Yeah. And he's calling himself a pro- the prophet or something yeah. like that. Okay. So. Like capital P. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So there's a bunch of other things sort of happening. And then we get that the Blight is retreating. Yeah, that sounds good. Which is an interesting thing to note. It's, it's like it could be maybe good, or bad. good. Okay. It's maybe Are you thinking because like tsunami type stuff? Oh, I wasn't. Okay. Good point. That's kind of what I first thought of. Oh, is like, like okay. when it all goes out to come in bigger. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like if you see the ocean running away from you... Go the opposite direction as fast as you can. Yeah. Except it's probably too late. Definitely too but late. But try. Yeah. <laughs> so Follow the dogs. Yeah. The dogs know. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> like all the animals. but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, where's the ocean going? Oh, here it comes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Unless it's what I thought was maybe because the blight is like around Shale Ghoul, right? Sure. And so I thought maybe... They're sucking like the evil power 
Sure. To like charge up Shale Ghoul. Okay. I don't know. Does that make well, any sense? You it know? does. It does. And it also kind of depends on what your viewpoint on the whole, like yeah. how connected. Like what is, is the blight even? Well, how connected is the blight and the dark one and the forsaken? Because I mean, if we're going to be honest here, Rand's done a not terrible job of taking down some Forsaken oh, because they had like the Eye of the World incident. Forsaken died. We had the Eye of the World incident. We had like, Maybe you know, fighting Baalzaman slash Ishi. We had the events of the Dragon Reborn. Like he struck a blow in a few different manners, but we don't really know how connected that actually is to why would that mm. affect the Blight retreating. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's like just, you know, something to think about too. Okay. Is there anything else in there you want to talk about? No, that's pretty much it. Okay, so Swan tells Liana to increase the watch on Loghain, but the real reason Min went running to the Amarlin gets revealed, yeah. and it turns out <laughs> she just really wants to be done here, and she wants permission to leave. She wants to go see Rand. Yeah, so there's no news of the Black Asia, and Rand can totally use her talents. Well, it's funny because she's like, nothing I'm seeing here is worth anything. Yeah, and Swan's like, all of these things are so super important. But they're not. It's like, oh, you stopped one girl from getting pregnant, but not actually because it's going to happen anyways. Because the visions are going to happen. going to happen regardless. So it's like so, it's twisted, but she tells a bunch of stuff that's just like, it seems so irrelevant. Yeah. But Swan's not going to let her go. No. So... Yeah, and she's like, anything you see could eventually lead to the Black Asia. Swan is a little tunnel visioned here. It seems on that the way. Black Asia stuff, like that's really gotten to her. I think it could, but it's also like you've said it before when I've brought up points where you said like this is what she's saying. It doesn't necessarily mean that's what she's she believes. Mm. Maybe she's just using that as like this is what I'm going to tell Min. Maybe, you know? but I really do think that she seems tunnel vision. <laughs> she seems super obsessed with this. Thing that's happened on her watch. Yeah. And it's bad. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Anyway. So no, Min can't leave. But she wants Swan to at least tell Gawain and Galad where their sister is. But Swan says, no, that's none of your concern. Yeah. Which nobody fair. believes. Nobody believes they're hoeing cabbages. Yeah. So. But if she changes her story now at this point, it's going to look bad. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be worse. Yeah. So. Okay, and then Min wants to know why they haven't heard from Moraine in Tear at all. Yeah, she spirals pretty quick here too. Yeah, but I want to know, like, didn't Moraine say she sent word? Yeah, which I mean is just now being received in like a couple paragraphs. Yeah. We assume. It's hard to line up the time frames here too. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, so Swan is just sort of like swatting Min away at this point and says... Don't trouble trouble until trouble troubles you. Yeah, not bad advice too. Yeah. And then there's a knock at the door and they like scramble around. So it looks like Min is supposed to be there getting yelled at. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just like what's the reason for being here? So it's just yelling at Min. Yeah. And it's a novice at the door with two new messages. Yay. Okay. Not yay. Well, Well, it's yay for us in conversation. (laughs) It's not like boring news. No, it's not. Oh, it's very exciting. So one of them is about how Mazrim Taim has escaped. Oh my God. What? Taken away by stealth in the night and two sisters are dead. Whoa. Yeah. And it happened somewhere we haven't really heard any of these names before. Yeah, I said, where is he, Brett? Uh, It's, it's, yeah. I didn't even look at the map. I just... It's not really listed on the maps from what we have. So it's just like where he he was being brought. 
he's gone now. Okay, so, but do we know where he is in the world? Yeah, like Somewhere we know where... Somewhere between Saldea and the White Tower? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> That's as good as we're going to point out right now. It's it's not re- it's not super relevant for right now. Okay. It's just kind of funny because this was the whole Joya said that Leandrin's yep. plan was to break time free. And here we are, time's broken free. Yeah. So Yeah, which leads me to believe that the Tanchico stuff is also true. You think it's true? It's not a fake story? No. Because it sounds like Joya's story was true. Yes. So Amiko's story is also, also true? Also true. There's Two different plans. 100% there's more than one plan. And okay. they're not going to tell every Black Aja the one same plan. Which would make sense why Amiko was like, I didn't know about this plan. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And why Joya was like, I don't care if you go to Tanchico. <laughs> yeah, that's not my deal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're both dead now, so it doesn't really it, matter. Oh, gruesome. Gruesome death for those guys. Yeah. So anyway, Swan is like way too taken off guard yeah. about this news for Min to have actually sent word about this. Like that's my note here. Okay. Because Maureen said she sent word to the Amerlin. Yes. But she didn't say specifically what about. About the plans. About the plans. Okay. But, time frames here. Yeah. But then I also have like. What's the timeline? Are we sort of back in time? Well, this makes sense. Rand taking Kalendor happens before the, the dar- dark the, friends are questioned yeah. and the plan comes out. So it's like Swan just getting the message now that Rand has taken Kalendor and is which the we get born. in the next message. Yes, and that's why I'm bringing it up now. It's like she just gets that message, which would presumably be Maureen's first message, right. and maybe there's another right, letter right, right. coming because. Yeah, Swan's like, oh my god, this is crazy. This is bad. Oh, terrible. It kind of seems like they learned of the break time free plan too late. Or I also question what Maureen is telling Swan. Okay. I mean, I I do. But in my notes at this point in the chapter, those were my thoughts. Fair enough. Like, I thought Maureen sent word about this. Why is Swan surprised? Yeah. But if it's a little bit back in time, then that makes sense which it sort of seems sure because now okay swan orders 12 sisters and a thousand guards to go to recapturing time yes it sounds like overkill but it also might not be i don't think it is at all and i say freaking good luck if this is a black asia plan yeah so it sounds like definitely a hundred percent is and she's not saying that it sounds like that. She's like, oh, probably some of his followers. Maybe yes. she's just saying that for men's sake. No, like, I think she doesn't know. Really? I okay. I think she will okay. know. I think now after we learn that the second message from Maureen is like the stone has fallen and he has, ca- and Rant has Calendor now. And anyway, I yeah. think that that whole thing means that. Another message is probably coming. Okay, so hopefully she'll get she'll become aware of it soon, sooner than later. Hopefully. Okay. So. But let's talk about this whole gentling time as soon as he gets captured thing. Yeah, which is a big deal. Yeah. And then I have a starred point about Maureen's Owen story. Yes. Because it directly correlates. Yeah. Well, and because Leon's response is. Like, it's the law no. not to do that. Yeah, we can't do that. And then we get a name that we've heard before. Yes. Guerra Malasan. That's one of the names of the false dragons that Baal Zaman was telling the boys. In the dream sequences, 
whoa like in eye of the world yeah like way back when sure i remember that big names that he was like oh gonna be another one of these guys Guerra Malison was one of those names. Ah. Yeah. Because Loghain was one of them. Yeah. That was like the big one we were supposed to take away. False dragon. And Ball's one was like, yeah, oh, yeah. the tower's like using these false dragons. Right, right, They're right. going to use you the same way. Right. And then Rand told Tom all these names and he was like, those are dangerous names, boy. Don't go spouting that off to anybody. Okay. So. Guerra Malison. Yeah, <laughs> Guerra Malison. So when Swan says, we don't want another Guerra Malison. Oh. I feel like I didn't even read that. Yeah, it's pretty bit. So I mean, <laughs> I feel like I read it, had no idea what it was, and then just kept reading. Hey, that's why I'm here. At yeah. least I have a purpose. You hey? do. You okay. have a purpose. But like that's that just sounds pretty big. Yeah, sounds like that was a bad time. It does sound like it was a bad time, and it sounds like they might be headed towards another bad, bad time. time. <laughs> well, especially considering the Black Asia and Dark Friends want him free oh yeah and apparently use him like if joy was telling the 100 percent truth like yeah Which we're I'm gonna sure set him she free. was like she was super duper captured yeah <laughs> and had no reason at this point not to tell them yeah so, turns out she had a reason to not tell them because she got her tongue nailed to I the think door that but she hey, probably knew that was coming that was gonna happen anyways yeah so yeah okay anyway then we get the second message is from moraine the stone has fallen and my autocorrect thinks that rand has a calendar now he does he maybe has that too yeah yeah it's the new year yeah hey might need a calendar for something a calendar or a ca- calendar colander 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 <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter it doesn't matter so he's got the big shiny sword yeah it's a big deal now swan wants a meeting with the hall yes okay so just to emphasize if you'd miss this like any part of this too this is Big news. I didn't miss okay. this. I okay. got this. Okay, okay. So now she can move forward and like she's like, this is good news. Finally something positive out of all of this. Yeah. I can call a meeting of the Hall of the Tower. Yes. Tell all of the like top sisters yeah. the dragon is reborn and we have to guide him. Yes. And that's big because now that officially like the big prophecy about Kalindor being taken... This is like a big sign that's being seen. And hopefully this will make all the eyes that I be like, yeah, this is the real guy. Yeah. And now we can openly or like more openly support. Right. Swan knows she's going to get pushback and she knows there's going to be arguments. And Liana is not really on board with this. But Swan's like, it's happening, bitch. Yeah, and it kind of makes sense. Like, she has to. The White Tower would have to do something to guide and or support the Dragon Reborn. Like, they totally want to control him, obviously. But the argument will be whether or not he's actually the Dragon Reborn. Yes, but if he does, in fact, have calendar, calendar, then it's like... Sure, the prophecy's been fulfilled, but... That's like the big sign. But, like, prophecies are just words... And And I'm sure some people still won't be convinced. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, even especially, I'm going to just say even the Reds, because their whole mission statement is hunt down every man who can channel. And just, like, men in general, kill them all off. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey. Yeah. Plus, Moraine's note doesn't give much information, and that's too bad. Yeah. But I'm hoping there's still another message coming. Hopefully. But it won't be of much use now. Yeah. So, just a couple notes. Swan wants to call the 
call the tower within the hour to do this. Like right now, meeting. this morning. Like right now, let's get it done. But I just want to point out that they're talking about not mentioning Rand's name yet. That's mm. like a big thing because Swan's like... They shouldn't know who it don't is. Don't share too much too fast. Like we don't got to go tell all the sisters right away. Right. But I also want to highlight the last time we saw Elida, she was talking with Alviarin about this whole like, oh, I know Rand and I got to go kill him. Basically, is what her thought process was because he, he gets, he's gonna channel. he's gonna destroy yeah. Andor. Yeah, because she had and her whole telling. mission statement is like stick close to the Andor and Royal line because they're gonna save the world or something right. like that. Just so. wait, because I want to talk about Elida at the end of this chapter. <laughs> so okay, let's get there then. Okay, okay. So we get a scene change. Yep. And my sentence sure. here says, "Oh, I knew." Sarah yeah. would come back to be trouble. So, oh man. Okay. Except I feel kind this of bad for so her because she just got caught up. She did. Okay, so here's the thing. When we first met Sarah and we were making, you know, comical relief about her name and spelling and the extra H and all that good stuff. Which I'm going to do again, even though she dies. <laughs> but you, you had said something, and I, I casually mentioned something like, oh, maybe she'll be important. And you're like, yeah, right. When? And it's like, I knew this was coming. And it's so no, I said she was going to be important. You said she was yeah, going to be important. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, why? Yeah. But anyway, it was just so funny because it's just such a sad scene because it really isn't, and even just like mimicking her own thoughts, yeah, she didn't do anything wrong. Literally nothing. She didn't do anything. It's no. not her fault. She literally did nothing. Yeah. It is actually quite sad it's if you so think about sad. it. It's so sad. Okay. Yeah. But let's try not to think about it. Let's not think about that part of it. Let's talk about this. Right. She's been gone for more than like 25 years when did this book come out <laughs> you can it's okay is it okay though we're gonna move past it it's not okay <laughs> okay so turns out sarah is out hoeing cabbages and beets under the watch of mistress elward when some Sedai comes up to her with the hood of their cloak up hiding their face yep never a good sign when nope the eyes that i walk around looking like the emperor uh-huh yep so this woman <laughs> comes up to her and asks her about a woman named elmandreda speaking to the amerlin okay and she says just so like just before you left the tower you took a woman to the amerlin seat a woman calling herself elmandreda tell me everything that you heard or saw girl from the moment you took the woman in your charge everything yeah including like expression oh my goodness everything okay so this okay you said the emperor i'm gonna say <laughs> anakin when he enters the temple and all the children are there and they're like and the little boy takes like the step back it's yeah. just heartbreaking <laughs> <laughs> no don't murder the children anakin don't do it yeah but then he does then he does yeah spoiler so, alert oh my yeah, god okay. okay so sarah tries to tell the woman that she saw and heard nothing because in her opinion, yeah. her memory, she saw and heard nothing. She didn't hear anything about she the She saw Amer Gawain because she, she was like staring all And she didn't see any of, she didn't even see the Amerlin. Yeah. So in her thought process, she didn't hear anything. And then she gets all like pain zapped by the power, Leandrin style. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And I mean, we've only seen Leandrin do this, but it might actually be Black Aja style. That's fair. Like, it doesn't specifically have to be Leandrin. No. Because why would she be here in this case? Finding out information. How does she know about Almandreda? How does she know about Sara? Yeah. Well, those are the freaking questions. But I mean, that's the big... Those are the questions. Those are the questions. Yeah, okay. So, now Sara is crying and starts, like, saying, Oh, well, I... She spoke to Lord Gawain, but this isn't enough information. And when the Aes Sedai leaves the farm, she has killed everyone there. Yes, including Sara. It's so sad and, and so well written. And Mistress Elward, who really did nothing. Yeah. So. Well, well, she got killed too. I know. Yeah. That's what I mean. Inclu- she got killed too. I mean, what do you mean she did nothing? She really did nothing. She literally has a farm. Oh, okay. I yeah. just thought you meant like, what is she supposed to do against this like black Aja? Oh, like, no, I don't no, know. No, what is she? <laughs> no, I mean like she didn't deserve to die. Okay. I thought you meant like she didn't do anything to like fight back or something. I was like, what is she supposed no, to do? Like if we're saying that <laughs> yeah. Sarah yeah. didn't deserve this and you know. Yeah. Well, what it's about all bad. Mr. It's all terrible. Elward okay. Hold also. on. Why did you say I got to talk about Elida? Okay, so I got some theories about okay. yeah, yeah. like who this person is and how they know about Sara. Sure, yeah. So, I need to know. I'm so I'm Okay, eager so here. my first theory that makes the most sense, okay, is failing. Failing. Okay. The bitch accepted. Yep. Who's a bitch? Yeah, she is. So, I mean, she fits the character of Black Aja. Or like Black Dark Friend? Dark friend accepted. Are you saying that she is this person? No. Okay. I'm saying that she probably is a dark friend who Gave relays information. information. Gotcha. Okay. And Phelan was really pissed off about Elmandreda getting to see the Amarlin so fast. Totally. Probably and suspected something. Yeah. And something, something relayed the information about the whole scene yeah i mean if your missive is like you know if you see anything weird tell your superior right yeah oh 100 so that makes the most sense to me i like that i just don't know if it's too obvious okay that's fair so then we have elida who also saw the scene of sara and sure. she was like "Ugh, i don't even need to remember that chick's name <laughs> yeah she didn't <laughs> but she might have accidentally Gave information. She could have been like running her mouth or something. Right. I guess. Because who did Elida speak to? That white, uh, that white Aja lady? Alviarin? Yeah. Yeah. So she spoke to her and she could have said, here's the scene I just saw. Okay. And like by accident told a black Aja about this happening. Cause I still sure. 100%. That would have had to have been like outside of the pages of what we saw. Oh because yeah, that for was, sure. Yeah, the, yeah. the whole conversation okay. they like yeah. kept talking, I think. Yeah. And it was very vague what she told her. Yeah. Cause she's like, Oh, after she was finished talking. So we don't know what the what, white okay. Aja agreed. Yeah. So I don't think Elida is black Aja and I never will. Yeah. A hundred percent. But she did see the scene. Yeah. She did see the whole exchange and then Min going into the Amarlin and connecting Min to Rand. Okay. So she might have accidentally said something which led to this. Okay. Which is the only other thing I can think of. And then you were also mentioning like Leandrin. Right. Who would have got information so from if she either got the... Phelan or Elida or this white Aja. Yeah. Avalin. What did you say <laughs> her name was? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, I get it. Alviare. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one. So <laughs> any one of those. Those are my theories. Okay, so like Leandrin got information, and then this could potentially be literally Leandrin. It could be. Yeah. I mean, we've seen her do crazy shit like that, so. Sure. We okay. don't even know where she is or what the hell she's doing. We she don't. She wasn't here, but they all escaped. Yeah, and we don't know the timeline, so. No. Nope. It does seem like this might be after those events, like once they were gone. Right. Just because sequence. So. Okay. But let's get into chapter 18. Yeah, let's got, do that. We're just going to keep rolling through this. We got lots to talk about. Yeah. So chapter 18 is called Into the Ways. And we get our trifoil leaf picture, which I think is my favorite picture. Trefoil. Trefoil. What not did I say? Try. Well, it is. T-R-E. T-R-E? T-R-E, not T-R-I. Well, it's three though. Three leaves. It's not try. It's tref. Tref. Foil. whatever you say okay, okay. <laughs> moving on okay so it's a picture and i like it okay it's a pretty picture yeah it is a pretty picture so we're in parents point of view we are <laughs> Perrin is all packed and ready to go with the axe at his belt and the hammer packed with his saddlebags yeah he still has issues with that Certainly. surprise uh-huh so he's leaving and he finds gull outside his room alone so no other Aiel wanted to come it's because really it's too far into the wetlands it's sad because Perrin's internal thought process was secretly hoping for a big Aiel like war party to come back to the two rivers so drive out the white folks so he wouldn't have to die it's like that it was still in the back of his mind yeah and now he like has to squash that right it's kind of sad it is sad okay so before we get further into this chapter we announced earlier that we have a new executive producer level patron. Yeah, Mr. Sluhan's frying pan. Yeah, the best weapon. In the entire series. Right. I will spoil that for you. Yeah, so as a producer level patron, Andre gets to ask a question. Oh, awesome. Okay. But his question is more of a topic for us to discuss. Okay, I like that too. That works. So... We get that the Emmons Field 5 started on different journeys. So they'd like us to talk about how the wetlanders view the Aiel opposed to how their culture actually is. They are a hard people and are rough around the edges, but their principles, values, and cultures seem to be the most complex in this series. Yeah. Discuss. Okay. So I think that's a good point. Because we are introduced to the whole wetlanders side of things first. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And I think Which that, is more similar to, I think, our... Like Western ideals? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, yeah, they seem more familiar to us. Yes. And I think that makes sense why the IEL seems so like foreign, because they are foreign to a typical reader of the series, right. because that's where RJ is from. Right. And I think that we get viewpoints from Elaine and Fael, who both clearly grew up getting some sort of education yeah. and think that they know about the culture, and then they actually meet these people they've never met before. Yeah. And turns out they're wrong. Turns out not that necessarily that they're wrong. But they're, <laughs> they're not right. <laughs> I was going to say. Or okay. that they have some things right and it's misinterpreted. Yeah. Or there's some things right, but there's other facts to it. I really feel like there's a life lesson in that. Like yeah. just sunk into the whole fabric of the difference between the wetlanders and the Aiel. Yeah. So just because you do have different cultures and values and, you know, whatever you want to call it, 
doesn't mean you can't all get along. No, but also don't assume to understand cultures. Oh, yeah. That you've never even interacted with. Don't assume you know everything because you read something in a book once or twice. Right. Or you ate Chinese food in Canada. Yeah. And now (laughs) you know everything about China. Yeah. Right. Like, no, that's not how that works. Yeah. Right. And it's interesting because they are a hard, like, and rough people, but their values and culture seem to be the most complex. Do you have like a thought on that? I do. I think it's complex because it's complex to us because we haven't experienced it. Like to the IEL. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's not that complex. I'm sure it just makes sense because that's how it is. They seem confused by the quote wetlanders. It seems like the Iowa would view the wetlanders as complex because like, what do you mean? You're not just going to go and kill Bear Lane with a knife. Why wouldn't you go and do that? That makes the most sense to me. Yes. You're complicating things. So... But yeah, I mean, that's just a viewpoint of anybody who views somebody else is going to view it as weird and different and complex. Like that, I think yeah. that's this like life lesson right there. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm really excited to learn more about the IEL as we progress through the story. You mean so, you're excited for me to learn more about the IEL? We. You know. I say we because this is a we experience. Yeah. Are you learning stuff too as we go? I've learned lots. Absolutely. Really? Oh yeah. 100%. I've learned tons of stuff. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Have you picked up on stuff that you've never picked up on before? Absolutely. Yes. Reading it with like a fine tooth comb. Yeah. And... I've never had to have an in detail conversation about the Wheel of Time ever. I've just read it a bunch of times to myself <laughs> and like kind of, you know. Fair. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I learn here. things every time. I that's pick up good. on new stuff. It's great. Nice. So. So you want to keep going? Uh, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I thought that was a good place to input yeah, that's this, good. I like that. Okay. Because the rest of this is there are some little sprinklings okay, of I just IEL gotta, stuff in here. I love IEL humor. It's great. Oh, there's lots of it's that. It's so funny. There's it's so, so good. I thought you were going to bring that up here. Of course. Of course okay. I am. Okay. So back to this though, because we have Perrin has asked Gull to get some stuff gathered yeah. for him. Like well, all secret like. Yeah. We kind of know what that is. All his stuff. It's the stuff for the ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the oil and the lamps. The poles, and the, because yeah, he doesn't want Maureen to like find out what he's doing. Exactly. But apparently Fael and Loyal have been making their plans very known. Yeah, just like running their mouths. So, but that's the secret thing that Gold has been doing yeah. is like secretly getting stuff to the right One place. One person. Yeah. Yeah. Like way too much detail <laughs> so into this. So much detail. Yeah. And Fael has been running around looking for the freaking Glee Man. Yeah. <laughs> so. Have you seen the Glee Men? Because I'm going to travel the ways with Paired to the Two Rivers. Write a story about me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if Min goes up my ladder in this sure. episode of my favorite characters, Fael is goes getting down. Yeah. Okay. I can oh, see that. Far down. Okay. I Why? really don't like her. Why? Everything about her in this chapter pisses me right off okay why Def- like just care like it's, why she's so immature okay i can't handle it okay these are the things i don't like about Nynaeve is her like immaturity like when we see inside her head and she can't let things about maureen go or see that maybe this was the best for everybody right like yeah it's the immaturity drives me insane okay and i can't I handle get this here i i totally understand why and i agree with you like, yeah and then she, also leave loyal alone yeah she gets bumped down so does perrin because he's also being a butthole so yeah like it's all <laughs> they're uh, both being immature in their first relationship 
Like these are a, uh, the, a couple. And, but don't drag other people down with you. That's what immature couples do. I know. Okay. <laughs> so this line in particular is bothersome because Perrin threatens to hit Fayil if she gives him away to Moraine. And I'm sure it's just like a saying like, oh, she won't sit for a week because he's going to like spank her. spank her so hard. Yeah. Like hit her so hard that she will regret doing what she did. Yeah. It seems like a spanking thing. It's a spanking thing, but like not a sexual one. No. It's a punishment one. And it's, not cool. <laughs> no, not it's okay, not. And it is not, <laughs> not cool. cool. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you. Not cool. There's more of that too that comes. So, I know. Hey. Well, and the problem is, Fayil is exactly the same. She would literally say the same thing about him. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, but hey, that kind of none of it's okay. It's not healthy. Not cool. I'm just saying, spanking punishments is a thing that exists in real life. So it's here, obviously. Sure. Yeah. In like, okay, never mind. Let's move on. Yeah. So. Either way, Perrin makes Gull promise to take Fael safely out of the two rivers if and when things go down. Yeah. And Gull says, I'll do my best, man. Yeah. The it's going to be hard because he knows that there's two yeah. <laughs> maidens yeah, yeah, coming yeah. along. Uh-huh, so. Uh-huh. so as they head out of the stone to the stables, Perrin notes that there's not many people around. And it turns out Rand has called everyone to the heart of the stone and i say oh no it's happening and i'm missing it <laughs> why wasn't i invited to the meeting you i want to be at the yeah. meeting i'm You're missing not, it and it's happening and it clearly happens so. yeah i really hope we get a little bit of wouldn't a... that wouldn't that be nice to see the things that you want to see oh, that'd God. be great i better go back and see what's happening it's now. really funny that parents entire thought process is like oh i hope maureen doesn't come and try and stop me oh yeah he says it so many times that it's kind of like he secretly wants maureen to come and stop him yeah well he definitely talks about how he feels the pull of Taviran, and he's like running away from it he can't but that's the thing he physically and he thinks can. like rand yeah. i told you man i gotta go and he's like justifying to himself well it's also interesting that he has that perspective and can go away even though he feels that because matt matt could not so there you go like he feels the pull and can't go he can't even say it yeah he couldn't even say the words so okay they get to the stables fail and loyal are there ready to go and they are accompanied by bane and chai nope (laughs) shade Nope. Chiad. 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 Okay, so there's something about a blood feud between Chiad and Gaul. Okay, yeah. Tell me about it. Okay. But like, We've heard give this me before. the short version. Chiad is Goshin, or Goshine, and has a blood feud with Gaul of the Sherad. And Bane is also Sherad. Oh. Yes, cool. we know that. We've known that already. Yeah, no, 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 I get it, but like, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, so Gaul and Bane are the same but Clan. Chiad and Bane are like super bonded uh-huh. together, obviously. Yes. And they have a blood feud. Yes. But they took an oath, so it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Correct. Okay. To be first sisters. Sure. We can which say. Which causes a lot of There's a lot of discord in the <laughs> controversy. There's a lot of discord in the discord. I still hold by my beliefs. I know you do. So yeah. anyways, okay. But the whole point is that the blood feud is there. So Gaul is saying there's still a blood feud between her and I, but I'm not going to do anything unless she does something first. Cool. Perhaps the water oaths will hold. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. So. But hey, we're back to where we were when we first started this entire series. Parents confused. <laughs> Full circle. 
yeah. wheel of time. I feel am I like right? he's okay. never stopped being confused. <laughs> I don't know if this is a circle or a, it's a straight line of no, confusion. No, 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 a spiral. Uh, like, it's a Jeremy Barry of confusion. <laughs> it's a Jeremy Barry. Yeah, it is a Jeremy Barry. Okay. You're right. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't watched The Good Place, you should watch. You should watch it. It's good. Okay. It's good. So yeah. anyway, Bane and Chiad like Fael and want to go with her on this journey, not with Perrin. Important to note. The argument between Perrin and Fael continues. Fascinates them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So <laughs> Loyal is super anxious about the whole thing. He really wants to help Baron, but he is bound to this oath Fael tricked him into. It's annoying. We also get the Aiel are super weird. Yeah. Okay. That's true. They are. I think this might be more of like the humor stuff. Yeah. So it's the taunting back and forth. Definitely. Probably. Yeah. Because Fael does the whole thing where she says, oh, you know, Perrin, you can follow me like a lost puppy and I promise I'll scratch your ears. Yeah. And they think it's Which hilarious. Which I have a comment about later because she doesn't give that shit up. No, she doesn't. But we can talk about that when I get to yeah. it. Yeah. And then clearly Gaul and Bane and Chiad have picked sides and Gaul is defending Perrin's Perrin. like honor. And he does like a weird kick He does like air. a big giant jump in the air and like backflip foot in the air thing it's like some flips and shit cool and says we will follow like stalking ridge cats like hunting wolves parent doesn't like that well no he, he likes that he likes that he doesn't like what bane says bane makes the mistake and is taunting gall oh. and she says that she mentions that she has a wolf skin in her hold right. and wolves are easily taken right so she's like it's easy to kill a wolf uh-huh. and parent Shuts that shit down real fast. He doesn't like that. And he growls, basically. And yeah. they, like, stop talking about it. Good. Okay. But Fael keeps poking. Yeah, Fael's the worst. Yeah. So, <laughs> they are all set to head off. The Ail are walking, or, like, running, not on a horse. Yep. Fael asks Perrin to just ask her. She wants to sort of end this. She's a little bit sick of it, I think, maybe. Who is? Fael. Oh, loyal, sick of it. Fael's... Well, loyal's for yeah. sure sick of it. But Fael is like, Perrin, why can't you just ask? Just ask me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, she just sort of wants... She wants Perrin argument. to bend. Oh, 100%. Perrin's not going to bend. No, but sometimes you got to bend. you got to yeah. bend or someone's going to break, right? Oh, nice. Like, that's willow. The thing. Okay. Yeah. The wind in the willows? Yeah, yeah. But anyway... I don't agree that this is a good tactic, but somebody somewhere has to just be the bigger person. Otherwise, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, I agree completely with you. So Okay. Anyway, before he can say anything, the stone rings like a bell and the stable shakes like crazy, like some ridiculous crazy earthquake. Crazy earthquake, yeah. Yeah. And Perrin thinks that this is Rand's doing, and I think he's right. Well, he just called a big old group meeting to the <laughs> to the heart of the stone, and then shortly thereafter, we've got this Maybe big earth like didn't go well. <laughs> so, because Perrin gets the pull of Tavirin pulling at him, and he knows he has to get away now. Yeah. So they ride basically as hard as they can. Perrin takes off. Fael and Loyal on their horses take off after him. Yeah. They ride hard out of the city into the countryside when they finally come to a stop. And then Fael sort of looks around and is annoyed that the Aiel are so far behind now. Oh, man. Oh, well, man. They're never an hour to catch up to us. Yeah, but not actually. It's like. And then Perrin <laughs> spots the Aiel running towards them one <laughs> minute like later. <laughs> and Fael 
does not know as much as she thinks she does. Yeah, so Perrin and Fael do this weird dynamic of it's a who knows more than the other person thing, where they both keep trying to prove each other wrong but of like, Perrin I know more. specifically doesn't prod her. He doesn't. He could, and he probably should, because she's so annoying. Yeah, well, yeah. But... He also lacks communication skills here in the entirety, But he so. purposely is like, oh, I won't say it. Yeah. So... Yeah. I mean, maybe partial I marks. I don't know. All right, so the Aiel come running up and then we get some Aiel humor. Yeah, we do. Before, I just want to point out one little fun little like little tidbit here. Okay. Okay. File tries making fun of Perrin about his bad eyesight memory. or something? No, oh. she's like, he's got good eyesight, but he's got a terrible memory because at times I think he'd forget to light a candle at night if I didn't remind him to. Guess oh, who? it's because he can see. He can see in the dark, basically. He yeah. doesn't need candles. Yeah. So Fael comes in and it's like pitch black and she's like, light a candle, dummy. And yeah. he's like, oh, I oh, guess I so. I forgot <laughs> to light a candle. Yeah. This is like a funny little thing. So. Yeah, okay. Anyway, the AL show up and have really funny jokes, mostly about running faster and longer and why certain clans can like run farther or maidens can run farther yeah i don't know well it's a funny dynamic on the, like the male versus female humor that yeah. we see in like our real life sometimes where yeah. it's like oh you know guys are you know dummies because they got thick heads so that's why they can't sure. run whatever whatever stone dogs they got stone heavy dogs, bones and yeah. heavy heads whatever and the whatever. maidens are running from men who want to marry them yeah yeah so, <laughs> so that's why they can run for so long yeah because yeah. they'll run forever to get away from that it's so. actually pretty funny it I, is it's I, just like a different unique take but it's hilarious when you start and to they're like, like oh so funny yeah <laughs> no i just think it's so funny once you start to like understand who the iel are as people too, yeah so. i like them yeah i like them quite a bit so fail keeps referring to perrin as a stray puppy following after her and at this point it's super obvious that she's mostly showing off in front of like bane and chiad yeah did i say that right you did she is for sure trying to make them laugh well this it's like when like you're in your friend group. girl yeah situation this is like back to grade eight trying to make someone laugh by making fun of someone else putting other people down yeah being a jerk because the first time it happened you know this it, is this is bullying oh yeah that's what it is uh, it's yeah. just like plain and simple relentless torture of one person <laughs> yeah a hundred percent so the first time it happened though it could have just been like her still being annoyed with Perrin, whatever but then it's like again the same stupid puppy joke it makes the other girls laugh she feels popular like it's yeah just i mean even with them it could devolve into just like them go in the ways and not talk about the problem anymore like that would be better yeah to just like pretend none of this happened and then just like travel together no, but now it's like oh she's you're antagonizing each other oh well, man. she's mean girling him she so is. loyal is super pissed off again the yeah, ail don't even go here yeah <laughs> they don't <laughs> get out of here loyal. <laughs> get out of here <laughs> okay loyal is super pissed off though he's annoyed He's as annoyed as I am. Yeah. <laughs> and he wants her to just let all of this go and just poor loyal. Poor loyal. Poor loyal. All of it. He's all stuck of it, in the middle. All of it. All of it. Poor loyal. Because they get going again. We get a lot of description of Terran farms. And then we finally get to the way gate. Yep. We get more recap. And also loyal's angry again because super another off. one of his groves has been cut down. Oh my is the God. worst. And... Perrin is 
smelling his friend's emotions again. He is. That's a thing he can do. And doesn't tell anyone so. he can do that. No. Is, is it creepy? Is it going to cause problems in the future? I don't know. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, without a doubt. It's super creepy. I'm just in the corner smelling your emotions. Well, would it be better because then you know what I'm feeling without having me having to tell you? Is that good? Is that bad? I want you to be able to smell my emotions, but, but I you want don't... you to know. I want to know that you can do that. Okay, yeah. It seems like a little bit intrusive <laughs> to be able to do that and not not tell me yeah anyway he can smell loyal's fury what my nose smells is between me and my nose oh my god okay <laughs> so anyway we get the entire entering of a way gate yep as just like a recap of what the ways are and how you get in and it's dark but Match and Chin is not here. It's not. When they opened the way gate, it wasn't like the blackness that tried to come out of the wall and like At eat ramped. you. It was yeah. totally a ram thing. Yeah. So he's not here. So it kind of makes sense that if that's Sure. The theory, and so. I mean, like, that was like two books ago. So it was a long time ago. So, so he's probably, you know, gotten something else to do now. <laughs> I don't know. He's off. He's doing his thing. Yeah. The Black Wind is running errands. He's doing his, yeah. Doing his banking, <laughs> balancing his checkbook. <laughs> You know, eating other souls. Yeah, as one does. Yeah. Okay. So, Perrin and Gull go in first. Yep. There's a funny moment with Perrin explaining bridges in this place to Gull. Yeah. Because Gull is like, wait a minute. I've heard this word before. Is there water here? Yeah. And Perrin's like, no. Yeah. (laughs) It's different. It's like a bridge, but it's different. But just come with me anyway. Yeah. So Perrin knows that the white line is going to take them to their first guiding post thing, right? Yeah. So when you go in, you go straight forward to a guiding. Right. So they will get going and they're going to wait for the rest of the group to catch up to them. Yeah. Because Perrin doesn't want Fael to know that he's following her at least for this bit he wants to be in control as long as he can and he can be in control until they get to like the first place where they they have to go there so which doesn't seem like a good idea well i mean like if you want to prove a point maybe not in the spooky haunted ways i like, know choose where a you different only place. need the one ogier oh my god for the rest of your journey and it's like yeah you can't get lost like between you, the gate and the guiding too confident about your knowledge of this place, which is severely limited, and you're thinking with too much emotion, Perrin. He is. For a guy who's typically like the logical dude yes. who thinks things through, yes, yes, yes. he is not doing that. No, he is too much emotion. He's thinking with his whole like, well, at least for this, I won't follow her and she'll maybe she'll worry about yeah. me and maybe she'll think i've gone on without her you know i blame fail it's totally her fault parents acting I this blame way both of them <laughs> i'm joking and, i'm joking okay. oh my god okay okay <laughs> i thought no, you no, were no. serious no 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 that was sarcasm okay okay i think they should be waiting for their oh yeah guide. they're both being assholes to each other and loyal stuck in the middle and the aiel are gonna like oh i don't even know so yeah. okay when you're on your tour you follow the guide who has the little flag in the air. Yeah. Follow the person. You do, follow or you're close. You're going to get lost. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go off on your own. Don't do it. Because you think you know the way. You know what? If anyone's thinking, like, okay, if anyone's thinking about traveling in the future. Yeah. Far I'm, distant future. I'm a big advocate for the guided tours. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. 
For certain things. Yeah, for certain things. Like, there's definitely merit to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you want to, like, learn information. Yes. If you don't care to learn information... Then maybe not. Skip it. But if, if you like you... learning stuff... Yeah. Do it. Do it. Yeah. So, anyways, the funniest of IEL humor is when Perrin doesn't really know how to explain the whole ways and what a bridge is in here, and he's, like, been through once before, I think it's... Like, he's only yeah. been through once. once. Yeah, Yeah. So, Gaul's like, do you actually know what you're doing, man? He's like, no. No, but File doesn't need to know that. Yeah. And then Gaul laughs and says... Oh, to ah, be young to again. To be young again. Yeah. <laughs> so... Like, how old is Gaul? I didn't picture him to be old. No, it seems like he's older than Perrin. But, but not it's like, much. Not much older, but old enough. He's like, is it like, fun to pretend we're young? Like, I feel like that's what he's... I feel like it would be like me if I wanted an adventure with an 18-year-old guy. Or you like went on... Like, I'm old enough. I'm enough on, like, older than you. Boat yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, to be young again. <laughs> yeah. But the hangover is going to be a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anyways. All right. That is the end of this chapter. Yeah. And I just want to say that there's no possible way that Perrin and Fael trying to stick it to each other in the ways is going to go poorly. This so. is so bad. Yeah. I hope it's a quick journey like the... Egwene, the girls with Landrin, with Landrin. Yeah. it was just like so uneventful. Snip, snap, they're through. They just we're used out. it as yeah. like quick transportation. Yeah, get out of here because none of them have any sort of like powers. At they least, don't. At least with Leandrin, Elaine, they're all channelers. Elaine, they might they be able to all do channelers. something. Channelers, they all could like blast Machinchin with like something. Yeah, even if it like didn't work a hundred percent, like they could do they something, could. but. None of these people can do anything against anything. This is a terrible (laughs) idea. I hope it's just like quick and oh, now we're out of here. Okay. I might be annoyed, but (laughs) anyway, it seems like a convenient way to travel. Yeah. And here's the hoping that you get to see what happened with the whole earthquake in the heart of the stone. Yeah, right. And if anybody is thinking, oh man, time is moving really slow right now for me. If you want to know something, this episode is going to come out when our baby is three months old. Hooray! So, if you remember when I announced my pregnancy, because I do, now the baby is out, and that was probably close to, well, not quite a year ago, but... Pretty close. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Right. So now we have a three-month-old. Yeah. Remember when I was complaining <laughs> about not doing shots Yeah. pregnant? <laughs> Yo. Time both both moves like way too quickly and so slowly. Yeah. I don't understand it. Right? Yeah. Anyway, there's that. And I think I'm going to say that this is part of the pattern now. Yeah, it's part of the pattern. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. The Wheel Weaves is hosted by Danny and Brett, edited by Danny, produced by Danny and Brett with... Passion Socks, Mozyme, Moltude, Benjamin, Vince Lewick, Michelle O'Brien, Sarah Wyatt, and Jamie Young. With music by Audionautics.com. You can pick up your own The Wheel Weave shot glasses, frosty mugs, t-shirts, and more at newcreationsbygen.com slash collections slash the-wheel-weaves. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash the wheel weaves podcast to support us making great content you will also get access to bonus content bonus episodes stickers keychains 
monthly Q&A episodes, unedited video episode releases, and more. Don't forget to join the conversation over at our Discord channel. The link is posted on our Twitter page and our Patreon page. And find us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at The Wheel Weaves Podcast. Thanks again for listening to this episode. Don't forget to tell a friend about us because referrals really are the best compliment. And I'm going to say that this is part of the pattern now.